Hello everybody and welcome to I'll Rank That, the show where I will rank shit. Even though I have not been ranking stuff, I've been more just watching and liking movies a lot. You've been liking them recently? No! It's time to change that. Donnie Darko was boring. Oh, was it? Yeah, it wasn't great. You're gonna so, much rather Donnie Darko than... Of course. Hellraiser 3, baby. It's it's a tradition, basically, on, now. Man. Me and Jeffrey. We get together and we watch a Hellraiser movie that people say are good, but they, trust me, are not. I've, re- I've ranked more bad movies than good ones, and it's sad. You've watched what? You've watched Shawshank and Joker, oh, and then two Hellraisers. I'm still right, because now we're watching another Hellraiser. Yeah. Sadly. Well, I think this one's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, my expectations are just masterclass. Amazing, aren't they? Uh, but, Jesus. Alright, let's get into some facts. This was released on September 11th, 1992. Ironic. I shouldn't have giggled. <laughs> I shouldn't have said ironic, but oh well. Director is Anthony Hickox. Clive Barker just dipped. left. He just left. He's not part of this. We're going to have something fresh, something original that won't have Mr. Clive Barker. Music by Randy Miller. Box office in the U.S. made $12.5 million, and they only spent $2 million on the movie, which is always a terrible sign. Story by <laughs> Peter Atkins and Tony Randell. Don't know those. And, of course, um, oh, Jesus, I can't find the name. Hold on, just wait two seconds. Who are you looking for, Pinhead? Pinhead, yeah. Doug Bradley. It's not listed as Pinhead. Maybe we get a Pinhead backstory. He's listed as Captain something. Huh. What the? So, Is that Pinhead's real name? <laughs> Captain. <laughs> Captain Buccaneer. Captain Elliot something. So, anyway, it's a completely new cast from the original two. Um, so, everything's going to be new to us. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be cool. Same thing as usual. We're going to butt in from time to time, let you know where we are in the story, what we think about the story. And hope that we don't lose all energy and will to live. Hopefully it's not as bad as Hellraiser 2. And we just kind of stop making this. Yeah, we took... Jeez, it's been almost like a year since Hellraiser 2. It's, we got is fed it? up. We got fed up. Of 2. There's 10. It's good to be back. <laughs> it's good to be back. I will say it's good to be back. Jeffrey has graduated with minimal marks. Yes, sir. Everyone give him a round of applause. <laughs> All right, we'll let you guys know where we're at later. So we are a minute in, and after the title cards of the studios, the first thing this movie says is Clive Barker presents. And when I let you, when I tell you, I let out a cry of pure agony. You were laughing. Pure agony. Oh, so Clive Barker didn't write the story. He didn't direct. He might have produced, but uh, it could also just be the fact that he has to have Clive Barker on the trademark. Just like Stephen King presents a lot of shit. Or Marvel Studio presents Guardians of the Galaxy. Even though we know Marvel Studio did not help with Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm really excited for this movie again. This is going to be hell on earth. It's the name of the movie. It is the name <laughs> of the movie. <laughs> executive producer. He's the executive producer. He's not a producer of his own fucking book work. Alright. 16 minutes in. You probably think there's a lot to talk about. Not really. No. It's a very shit movie. 
Uh, so we start off with a guy pulling up to this place called a pyramid gallery. Now, not a pyramid in sight. Not a pyramid <laughs> in sight. Sure as shit is a gallery. Um, <laughs> Something in sight though is this, this guy's... nasty statue depicting pleasure pain with pinhead on it and the stupid box. Mm-hmm. And some like homeless looking guy shows up. He's like, how much do you want for it? Hands a undetermined a amount of cash. of cash. Undetermined. And the guy's like, exactly the price I had in mind. He couldn't, he didn't have time to count it. So this guy that we're talking about, I don't think we have a name yet, but he's a typical uh, Italian man with the greasy black hair and the cigarette and the leather jacket. So I'm going to call him Tommy. And uh, as he was smoking a cigarette at the beginning of the movie, the movie wants you to know right away, he is an asshole. Tommy's an asshole. He is. So after that, we move on to this woman giving a report. Now, again, this movie's not great with names. We're calling this girl... Reporter girl. Reporter girl. <laughs> and, you know, at the end of the report, she starts, like, complaining about her life. Reporter girl's not happy with her current job situation. She wants a bigger break, a bigger story. So then this... So um, wouldn't you know? And then this, like, camera guy is like, you know, your next big story could be, you know, across uh, the corner. And they are in, in some very deliberate foreshadowing. They are in a hospital emergency room, and boom, right away. Even oh. though there was taping in this emergency room a second before, paramedics rushing a guy who's clearly been through this pleasure pain thing with Pinhead because he's got chains all around him, and he is being tortured. And paramedics bring him in, and they're trying to save him. They don't know what's going on, and the chains eventually rip apart his head. And it blows up, and it's so clear that they use, like, plaster or a paper mache ceramic. Yeah. And they just blow up ceramic. Because I literally see pieces of, like, vase. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's his brains. Huh? And then there was, like, a shot, for some reason, of the chain cutting that reporter girl's leg. Mm. That goes nowhere. It doesn't do anything. Yet. I think Pinhead's going to be after her for some reason. Maybe he'll be mad. Yeah, mm-hmm. how dare you be near chains? Exactly. Um, she, the reporter girl, talks to this. Shit, we're gonna person. call her Selena Gomez because she kind of looks like Selena Gomez on heroin. So True. she talks to Selena Gomez, who's um, we think is the girlfriend. Jeez, I couldn't speak. Girlfriend of the guy who got ripped apart. Girl seems to hang out at this place called the boiler room a lot. So the reporter girl goes to the boiler room to get the story, and it's just this nightclub thing where yeah, there's titties also, and an extra. Yeah, there's a, just an extra shirtless. <laughs> shirtless. <laughs> but the lighting is so poor that you can't tell. You know, Clive Barker really likes his women <laughs> dark and unlit. Exactly. And also, the reporter girl says. She asks, what's the boiler room and where's the boiler room? And then she shows And then the up. very next scene, she just shows up at the boiler room. Nice. So you knew. What was the point of asking? Nice. Um, so she asks around a little bit. And uh, eventually she stumbles across Tommy. And uh, wouldn't you know, Tommy's an asshole. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then she's... That's I don't understand, but she's like, you're not, I'm not your type, uh, I'm past grade school. And then she gives him, like, a lingering look. Was that because they're stupid enough for grade school, or is it because they're underage? Because there's a problem. <laughs> they didn't look underage. <laughs> they did not. 
I'll give you that. Uh, and she has a nightmare about her about war and her dad still in being Viet- alive with the helicopter leaving. In Vietnam. She's like, oh, my dad died in Vietnam. Now I have nightmares. And Selena Gomez gives one of the worst lines I've ever heard. She goes, I wouldn't know. I don't dream. <laughs> what? Just say, oh, it's okay. It's probably yeah. nothing. I wouldn't know. I don't dream. But you know what a dream is? <laughs> I don't understand. Fucking heroin also, addict. For some reason, there's just times in the movie where the audio doesn't sync up quite right. Yeah. So their mouth will move, and then like a split second later, they'll say the word. It's weird. I don't know if that's a streaming service issue or an actual movie issue. I'm hoping it's just us. With two million dollars, you would hope they can sync up the audio. That's what I'm saying. Oh my god. Anyway, we'll check in in probably 30 minutes and we'll be even more demoralized. But we got Jolly Ranchers and Oreos. We're living we the do. Dream. We're living the dream. But we are watching Hell on Earth. We are watching Hell on Earth. <laughs> so, um, okay. So where we left off, reported girl and Selena Gomez on crack were talking. Apparently, Selena Gomez on crack just carrying around the box, like I for guess. no reason, and it's all like burnt and shit. That's fine. We cut back to Tommy. There's a hole in his pinhead statue that wasn't there before, and it's all slimy, and, and it's making noise. And his instinct is to stick his hand in it. Like, fucking elbow deep. And then there's a rat in there, and it attacks him. It fucking... It takes him, like, 15 seconds to get the rat off. It tears... It takes a lot of blood from him, man. Blood from, uh, Tommy squirts onto the, uh, statue. Statue, And then Pinhead just absorbs that shit. Yeah, it, like, burns, and it goes to Pinhead, and he absorbs... We cut back to reporter girl and Selena Gomez, and if you're already like, wow, this is so one-dimensional and boring. Yeah! That's about the movie. There's it two is. plot lines, we switch back and forth. Have fun. Well, at least in this one, Selena Gomez wakes up. Nope. No. Reporter no. girl wakes up. Yeah, reporter girl wakes up, and Selena Gomez is making just amazing-looking breakfast. Some of the worst shit I've ever seen. Like, and, their entire kitchen is engulfed in smoke. Yeah, like, it's intentional, because the girl is terrible at cooking, right? There's this little moment that's it's pretty good. It's sort of charming. It's good dialogue. So, um, reporter girl offers to boil water. Selena Gomez says, no, I can do it. And reporter girl, like, panics. She's like, no, no. No, no, it's my specialty. <laughs> I love boiling water. The only thing is, she should be more mad. And the fact that her entire kitchen is engulfed in flames. Yeah. Or smoke. But, hey. And then... We it, got a bit of good dialogue. And then it transitions back into its normal, pretty bad. Yeah. And, um... So, afterwards, uh, reporter girl asks if uh, Selena Gomez would know where the box is from. And she says yes. So they go back to the Pyramid Gallery at the beginning of the mm-hmm. movie. They go through the back door of the Pyramid Someone, Gallery. She's just like, we'll be browsing in five seconds. And then we cut into it. And they're okay. just browsing. They are. And they go through the records of every cell in, sale in the store. Um, and the worst line I have ever heard delivered, Selena Gomez finds like blueprints for the box. She goes... Hey, reporter girl, look. It's the box. 
And Check it out. It's, it's the box. It's so bad. Also, for some reason, like, the plot from this movie and the other two are just so disconnected. That they just shoehorned that everything was from the Chenar Institute from the last movie. Mm. So I guess that's why they're connected. Yay. Ugh. So, lo and behold, we gotta take our time with this one. We do. We switch back to Tommy. To Tommy. And this asshole sees this woman with big cojones at the bar. Yeah. Uh, and he, he just tells her, he doesn't even need to tell his bartender. He just like points at her. And then he, just, he whips out a rose. Bartender he, whips out a rose. And then in the absolute worst dialogue I've ever heard, they're, they're talking and they're like, but there's so many beautiful girls. Why do you like more beautiful than me? And then he's like, no, 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 no. Don't put yourself down. And some of the worst was, delivery and stuff. It was so bad. It was like, thanks then, for the rose. No <laughs> problem. But there are so many other beautiful girls. And of course, we so then, cut back. And after, they're in they're, they're, his bed. They're having sex. Very terrible and unlubricated sex. But the funniest <laughs> shot... From the movie, so far, it just appears. It's him going to town, right? In. Mad it's, zoomed in. They zoomed into his face. But he's on the left side. And in the right side on the background, you have the stupid statue. And he's just... And then the statue, it's just there. Like, what's the shot for? It's such a goofy shot. And here's the thing, right? The and girl... The girl that's getting absolutely railed cannot act. Clive Barker saw her big cojones and went, I have the perfect character for you. Sex. You're gonna have big cojones <laughs> with nothing on. Like, she can't act for shit. You just know someone in the casting agency wanted to see her topless. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And they made it happen. But that shot was just so goofy. They didn't even bother moving the statue. Oh that God. creepy statue. And let's not mention when uh, Tommy climaxes, he opens up his arms, He's like lets letting... out his chest, and roars. He's just like letting out his inner demons. He goes, Rah! If you've ever seen Velasa Pastor, it's, uh, it's to the likes of that scream. Oh, it was just, we just saw that and we're like, we have to update we pause now. We paused right away. Alright, well, again, we'll let you know where we are. And trust me, if another big cojona shows up, we will let you know. This movie really is hell on earth. Is that the new thing? Is that... Alright. We have to. <laughs> so, six minutes later. Uh, reporter Girl and Selena Gomez now live together. It was super wholesome and cute if you were three. Uh, and that's about it. That's that scene. The main focus is the aftermath of the ruthless banging we were subjected to. So this girl is looking at herself in this weird, like, art mirror piece. She's looking at, like, a painting or whatever. I don't really know. She's She's wearing his shirt. She's like, cool. Radical. Radical. Like, what is this? She looks at the camera and just goes, "Radical." radical. And, um... We know his name, but I'm going to keep calling him Tommy. Tommy is lying in bed, clearly just wants her to go. This was a one-night stand. Exactly. She, she goes, has... but 
you gave me a rose. <laughs> and he goes, oh, so what? Tomorrow? I'll give a rose to another one tomorrow. And she's being an asshole. She's horrible at acting. Like I said, she has one skill. And then we get the best scene. She goes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it right now of the whole movie. She goes, you're a bastard. You think you're some sort of prince or something? And this man flexes his muscles <laughs> and goes, nah, 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 nah. And he's like kind of like <laughs> did a dance. He's doing like a little dance, flexing his muscle. Like what? Like what if that doesn't work? We paused the movie for like a good five minutes and we're I was laughing. On, I lost um, strength in my legs. I was on the floor, belly down, laughing. <laughs> it was really good. You have to watch that for yourself. That was amazing. Just look up. I don't think that's gonna work. No, I think it's fine. Um, so. But keep in mind, the pinhead statue's just behind them the whole time. And obvious, okay, she's gonna die. Yeah, she gets hit with the chains, pinhead swallows her flesh, not like that, and then sucks down her muscly corpse. And of course, the muscle effects are good. They've gotten good. pretty good at them. Uh, and basically, in the first Hellraiser, the stepmom makes a deal with resurrecting Frank to feed him human bodies, and they do the same thing with Tommy and pinhead, in this movie where Tommy will be feeding Pinhead his levas. But uh, honestly, we really just wanted to uh, touch base on the... <laughs> you just flexed his... Like, if that yes. doesn't work... Also, Pinhead the just like... Smirk, Tommy points a gun at, at a, a supernatural statue thinking <laughs> gun is going to help him. Pinhead spit out the bullets. He spits out the three bullets and he's like, Is that the gun you used to shoot your parents? Like, what the fuck? I forgot about that. And it's like he was like talking to the girl before she dies and like, if you don't leave right now, I'm like, hold you at gunpoint. Like, is that the, is that his last resort before, after flexing his muscles? What? It's like, leave now. No. Was that bang, bang, bang? Yeah. <laughs> like, one last also, option. Pinhead says some like weird stuff. And, like, he's like, there's no good, there's no evil, only flesh. Like, flesh is. That's just objectively some- wrong. Like, flesh is, like, something resembling good and evil. Yeah, we both don't like Pinhead as a character or as a villain. Uh, I'm sure the actor's a lovely person, and I'm actually kind of upset that he's not in the newer ones, but at the same time, he's not really making a great case of why he should be in the newer ones. He's not great. I mean, a lot of that has to be I mean, this to movie the isn't great, but at least it's not... It hasn't sucked out my soul like the second has. I, I have laughed yet. more at Hellraiser 3 than both of the other movies combined, so that's good. Just the flexing scene was just amazing. Oh, it was fantastic. Grade um, A filmmaking. I, I think it's safe to say right now, I don't feel like I'm on Hell on Earth. Alright, we are demoralized, to we say are, the least. We are. Uh... So, reporter girl starts watching, I guess, lost tapes of Chrissy from the first two movies. Uh, that's her name, I'm pretty sure. Um, and then some dude flashes on and he's just like, believe her. They're watching tapes of Chrissy in the insane asylum in Hellraiser 2, Death to Hell. I don't know if that's the name. No. Uh, and... Anyway, there's like it's a VCR tape and it fades into this random guy just going, "Believe her, Chris, or believe her, Joy. She's telling the truth." <laughs> so, um, yeah, 
Then Tommy calls Selena Gomez and is like, yo, what's up, baby girl? You should come over because I miss you. He slides your, into them DMs. And your mouth. And uh, anyway, he's trying to feed her to Pinhead. And then she she grabs, she just materializes brass knuckles out of nowhere. Oh, whoa, big old jump forward. There's nothing to talk about. Yes, man. there is. Remember the shitty exposition? She hangs up on Tommy. This dude calls back. And when she lets it go to voicemail, it's not even him. It's not Tommy again. No, this dude just goes. He apparently you trying got to talk job. to a reporter girl. He's like, "You, you got the job. Now you'll have to sell me your condo." And then he does a maniacal laugh because you know. I forgot about the laugh actually. Because Selena Gomez was to. trying to live in the condo, right? So yeah. Anyway, so she was angry. So she goes to Tommy, and Tommy's trying to feed her to Pinhead. And, um, yeah, we got another shitty war scene for Reporter Girl about her dad. Uh, nothing was added. It's pretty shit. Except one guy had a very obviously plastic Halloween prop arm dropped on his head. That's like an And I felt bad arm. for one of the stunt performers. Cause well, yeah, because they, they had him, like, put his head between his legs and fall. Like, yeah, they just had him, they just, like, threw him into a syringe. Um... When Selena won't, uh, she isn't really letting Tommy do shit with her to get eaten. So he just kind of like starts grabbing her shirt and her pants and ripping it. Oh, yeah. And it's very rapey. But it's like, oh, it's whatever. It's cool because out of nowhere, Selena Gomez has... Just materialized brass knuckles. Brass knuckles on her hand. And then the weakest punch I've ever seen. It literally could have been a knock on a door. It wouldn't have even hurt a fly. Mm-mm. And he's just done. He's he- knocked out. And then, so she, she starts. She rolling. goes to leave. That's true. And then Pinhead is like, "Wait, you have two options. You flesh take and flesh. <laughs> two options. Take the key and leave, or you know, dream." Oh and yeah, because she, she said she didn't yeah. dream that one time. She goes back to him and she's she's like, "What do I have to do?" And he's like, dream. "Bring Tommy's body to me." So she and pushes she, Tommy. She body. had. She struggles. She takes literally forty seconds uninterrupted to push his body, and maybe a foot to the right. She is moaning. And then, as soon as she does, she gets in there. He he apparently just wakes up at the very moment that Pinhead just starts screaming. And he every gets time eaten. he gets a kill, he's just ah. And gets eaten. Pinhead comes back to his full body form. We go back to the reporter girl. She wakes up. There's more TV static. And the guy's like, you have to help me, TV girl. Oh, yeah. And then something happens. I think we skipped a scene. Whatever. No one fucking cares. Then we're back to her. Then she, she pulls opens like a, up a, a radio from a like closet. It's like a fucking 1910 radio. From a closet. She starts playing around with it until there's a guy on the channel. the window. And, she's and in she a actually penthouse. does. She opens up the fucking window very slowly. And uh, once you know it, it's like the mirror dimension. Doctor Strange, and she's just like, you know what? I'll walk through it. You know what? It. I'm going to walk through it. It's a good idea. She and walks she through it. And what do you know? What's on the other side? A guy playing with a box and past him a hallway. Where she walks in the hallway. And then we're back in Vietnam. We're at a war scene that we, we paused. We're back in Vietnam watching her dad. You and uh, honestly, honestly, I want to yeah. sleep. It feels like a, it feels a, like we're back to like a. It's like a fever dream. Everything happens and there's no reason for it's it. It's really like a. I don't know what to describe. Like more like hell on earth. That was fucking horrible. 
Alright, we're an hour ten minutes in. We got 23 left. Oh, shit. 23 left! Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Fuck. Alright. Um, I just got rejuvenated. Me too. So, uh, so that war scene, right? It just had, uh, the, what's her face? The reporter girl. Yeah, reporter girl and that stupid guy. So, basically, and she meets Pinhead before he was Pinhead. The good yeah. side of Pinhead. His name was Elliot something. And he's just giving us exposition. So much of it. And he basically tells her that the zest the the portal to hell is in her apartment. How convenient. And Pinhead, the bad one, wants to close it forever so there's hell on earth. Um, so but plot twist he can't he act he, the box he needs the box and he can't take it he has to be given it and for some why not for some reason he doesn't know this it, it's like he never tried to take the box so when he eventually does some lightning zaps him and he's all surprised and he's like <gasps> so um, reporter girl wakes up from this dream, sees that there was a massacre at the boiler room. She goes over. Um, we don't know too much if Selena Gomez is alive or not yet. Uh, if my money was on anything, she would absolutely be alive because fuck this movie. Uh, but basically, Pinhead absolutely massacred 150 people. There were some cool kids here. Cool kills here and there. There's a guy with like some pool balls in his mouth. <laughs> he died by ball in mouth. The CD guy. She couldn't even spare him a gasp. CDs. Uh, there was her stupid cameraman. Head. And his her head was a the camera. camera. Yeah, her cameraman died. I don't think we mentioned him, but he looks like Hulk Hogan. Um, but that's really it. I don't really have any interesting guests she's, to talk about. She's kind of just running through the city now, and the the poor Larry sign got massacred this by a sewer grate. Pizza, but Larry's Pizza, I'm pretty sure. But uh, if I had to guess, because nobody named Larry makes anything other than pizza. But Pinhead like frisbeed uh, a a manhole cover <laughs> at her, but it, it rises. It, it rose like that's what frisbees do. And it hit Larry's sign, the poor guy. So it's, she's just running around the it's city. It's the saddest death in the whole movie. <laughs> she's just running around the city in a fucking she's turtleneck, around... which is the biggest yeah. crime. Yeah, and it's just like the city. It's just hell on earth. But can we talk about the... Re- we'll do that after. Oh, okay, can we talk bad. about the reporter who's like, I don't want to get in these cops' way when they're ushering bodies outside the boiler oh, room. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't want to get in your way. It's and like, then puts the officer, camera. Officer, we're just reporting on the news. It's like a corpse. It's like, do you want a half hour to rehearse or something? Mega zooms in on also, a corpse. Like, I'm getting my info. What? Exactly. <laughs> also, during the massacre, we there's this guy with white pants. Not a drop of blood. Pinhead make sure to preserve those. Just like hang them all nice. He was a fan of the drip. He had to be. Mm. Um, hell on earth. Well, we could not be creative with that one. Yeah. Finished. Finally. Ah, uh, where did we leave off? Um, I think it was when she was running away from him. When he tried to take the box. Larry. Larry's Pizzeria. Around Larry. Yeah, Larry's Pizzeria. So, um... Tragic. Trash. So, cops pull up to the scene. We get 
The the best line quote, the best line of the movie, this guy just goes, that's a wrap. So what happens is there's different pinhead monsters. Yeah. One of them CD guy and he shoots CDs at the cops. It's pretty self-explanatory. The other is flamethrower man. You'll never guess what he throws at the cops. Water. Yep. And, and then there's just the the camera guy. And once all the cops are dead, the camera guy just goes, That's a wrap. That's a wrap. And then, uh, she runs away. Yeah. And then we see, oh, right, oh, Selena then, like, Gomez. The at the... No, 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 no. Then reporter lady goes to, like, this church with the priest. Oh, that's right. And church. I'm going to call them Hellraiser. Pinhead <laughs> crucifies himself. Yeah, because he loves, because the priest is like, you are no god, and Pinhead's like, fuck you, I fucked your mom. Yeah, and then he crucifies himself with, like, a head tilt. And then he makes the priest eat part of him for some reason. Yeah, and then then she runs away, and then she sees uh, Terry, which is now... Selena Gomez. Yeah, Selena Gomez, which is now uh, a Pinhead monster, with uh, Mr. Tommy, which is also a Pinhead monster. Yeah, sure. And then they just have fun with her. You you say it like a sexual, but it really was sexual. It kind of was. Like, Tommy was, like, Tommy grinding. Was Tommy was grinding. He was into it. Yeah. And then the others show up. Yeah, see, and then she does something with the box. Right. She grabs the box. Uh, oh, yeah. She, like, reverse engineers the box to make all the pinhead monsters go away. But then, and like, then in she her mind. gets transported to Vietnam. Oh, true. Where she sees her dad... And the dad's like, I love you and whatnot. I and love you. She like, Joey, like, they said you'd have something for me. She's like, yeah, you could take the box. And then it's like, psych. Yeah. And then she walks away like, how did you know my name? And then he just starts laughing. Thank you. Turns into Pinhead. Because, And yeah. then she says, that's not fair. <laughs> I don't think Pinhead has a rule book. Again, no good and evil. Just flesh. Just flesh. <laughs> just flesh. So, Pinhead now has the box. And then we get transported again to where... We met younger Pinhead self, and younger Pinhead and elder Pinhead fight while a uh, reporter girl gets tied up. Oh, yeah. If you think that sounds sexual, it really was. It was. He was like, so much flesh and pleasure. Like, what the fuck? We could have so much flesh and so much pleasure. That man's insane. I, I swear Clive Barker has a fetish. Many fetishes. Many. Many. And then what else, what else happened? I feel, I've never he seen a just... picture of Clive Barker, but I know exactly what he looks like. <laughs> I feel like that's just how the movie ends. That's just where we leave it. Well, basically, young Pinhead and like old Pinhead more... merge. Yeah, merge. Become Pinhead, Pinhead. And then she's like, oh, she's... go to hell. Yeah, she sends him to hell. And now, <laughs> now hell is no longer on Earth. Earth. So now the movie's not. So is that it? So now we should just give a ranking of the three. Was that it or was there more? No, I just wrote credits. Like she, she like walked away. All right, she buried it. No. No, she just like walked away. Yeah, I think she put in like mud or something, and then you walked away. Wow, that's gone forever. Now that's in mud. It's totally not gonna have seven. Or maybe concrete, but I don't know. Seven sequels. So, for ranking, right? The bottom tier. 
Hellraiser 2. I will say, so far, this is the best Hellraiser. It is. So, which, which means you should already know the ranking by now. So for Hellraiser standards, this is... This is uh, pretty good. This is a, an A tier. For Hellraiser standards. For Hellraiser. Hellraiser say, 1 was B, and Hellraiser 2 was D. Throw that in E. That's really... For bad. Hellraiser! Okay, E. For Hellraiser 2. Yeah, but Hellraiser 2, but for Hellraiser standards, it's an E. Because yeah. I've seen the ranking for Hellraiser Deader, the fifth one. Holy shit. It's, it looks like it's going to be the best one. It's got a, a whopping zero on Rotten Tomatoes. Fuck. So you know that movie's going to be fresh. My list goes bottom is Hellraiser 2, then Hellraiser, then Hellraiser 3. Hell on Earth. Yeah. But if we're talking about actual movie standards... Hellraiser 1 and 3 are in E tier, and Hellraiser 2 is the single worst movie I've ever watched. Yep. It's not like Velocipaster quality. Velocipaster is a solid S tier. That's what I'm saying. For like actual movies. Uh, for for rating, I would give uh, characters a uh, 3 out of 10. No real characters, development, nothing. No, not much. Uh, for cinematography, I'll give it a 6 out of 10. There were some good shots. Some good shots, but it there was grainy. also just grainy, yeah. Cinematography, that's it. And it's like, sometimes you just have JPEGs as backgrounds. Yeah. Um. Let's see. We got script. Two. <laughs> Two. There was one line of dialogue where I was like, ah, that made me you know, there's smile. Some, there's some good parts, you know, like... Funniness is an 8 out of 10. It's a funny movie. It had me on the ground cackling. It's a it's a pretty funny movie. I don't think it's supposed to be. No. It's pretty funny. Um, let's see. Ending? Ending. It wasn't a bad ending. A 7 out of 10. It could have been worse. Could have been worse. What else am I missing here? Got character, cinematography, script. Oh, practical effects. I'll give that an 8. Except for the head blowing up at the beginning. Everything yeah, else was pretty kind of bad. But everything else, I, I couldn't forgive it because most of the budget went to, you know, CD kills and shit. <laughs> <laughs> that eight. Those pool balls in that dude's mouth, though. And I'm not, not I guess. I'm not one for uh, for editing. I don't really keep an eye out for this one, but this one was very poorly edited with the sinking of the voices and the. Yeah. You know, when he flamethrowered the cops and it was just like very clearly just like a small like torch and then it just a car exploded. Yeah. What was that? Mm-mm. Or when that happened, she like reporter girl just says run. And nobody runs. <laughs> They're like, oh my god, it's gasoline on the car. And they see the dudes in the fire. And they just, they kind of just accept it. Mm. Willingness to watch again. 2 out of 10. If you get this to 10,000 views, we will do a marathon. And uh, that's basically it. I give it a 3 out of 10. Pretty shit movie. You guys have fun. I'll, you know, I'm not even going to fucking edit this. I'm so exhausted. You get what you get. That's what I'm saying. Fuck you. Hell on earth.